Hello everybody, Jay here with Hillside Fellowship where we just come together to share God's Word. We're not a church per se when we come to like a location, we're just a podcast, uh, we're, but we're leaving God for growth. We'll see what happens because He's in control, He gets the increase. But tonight I just want to just bring a short little message as uh, I was reading the book of Mark many years ago. Uh, these are the verses that really touched me and um, I was at a space in my life during this time that I was wondering uh, what was my purpose and uh, what was the whole ordeal of life. But in the book of Mark, we find a, a great example of how we should approach Christ, and we find consequences to actions as well uh, within these verses. So in the book of Mark, the very first chapter, uh, starting in verse 39, I'll just give you a little brief. Uh, this is about a man that comes to Jesus with leprosy. Now, we're living in a time of uh, the Levitical law. Uh, Jesus had yet not died, so you know they still lived under the law, and they still were highly uh, affect and regulated and looked over and, the, you know, the... Uh, just the situation was just the way it is. It was the law. So in verse 39 it says, And he preached, talking about Jesus, in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. Now, verse 40, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canest make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. Now, I just want to stop right there before I continue because I just want you to know that there is a difference between the word Savior and the word Lord. And for many years of my life, I accepted Christ as my Savior. I, I accepted what he did on the cross, but I personally was not ready yet to make him my Lord, meaning I just wasn't ready to surrender and just follow him totally. And it was many years before that actually took place, and there was consequences for waiting that long. Um, but in this verse, now remember, we're still living under the law, but this gives a great example how one should approach God. Let me say that again. This is a great example how one should approach God. Now, Understand that in this time period, the man with leprosy, one of the most unclean skin disorders that you can have, and now because they were under Levitical, if you go back to the book of Leviticus, you can actually see where God told Moses to remove anybody with leprosy away from the camp, away from his people, the Jewish people. And, you know, sin does that in our life today. Sin actually separates us from God, and it at times can separate us from God's people. But here we find this man, he comes to Jesus, and he's coming in a posture of kneeling. He comes humbling himself and asking to be made whole. We need to ask. We need to surrender. We need to humbly come before God and ask for help. But what's very interesting here is Jesus, without hesitation, stopped, placed his hand on this man with leprosy. Now, stop right there. Think, Levitical law. The Bible says that any person that touches a man with, and I'm paraphrasing, with this disease, they themselves become unclean. What an example that Christ was given at this time. He came that we 
may be cleansed. He was given an example that I came to be unclean for you. I came to die on that cross that you may be cleansed, that you may be healed, that you may be one with God again. And this was just an example. There's more to the Bible than what, it's just not a book to read. It's a spiritual book. God has given a message that I have come to heal you. I have come to make you clean. I have come. I have come so that you may be cleansed and whole with your Heavenly Father. Now, right there is salvation. And this was a place in my life where I was. Now, the next three verses that we're just going to touch up real quick. Uh, I'm not going to take too much of your time. Let's read on. In verse 42, it says, And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. Immediately sticks out to me. There is no waiting. There is no I'll think about it. There is no hesitation. When you ask Christ to make you clean, it will be immediately. You become a new creature in Christ. Immediately, without any hesitation. And he goes, And he strictly charged him, verse 43, And he strictly charged him, and forthwith sent him away. He was charged. He was given a command. And it says, And he said it unto him. Jesus spoke to him and he said this. He goes, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priests, and offer thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now he was commanded by God to go do one thing. One thing. And that is to go to the priests. Say nothing, so you can say two, two things. Don't say anything, go to the priest. Because under the Levitical law, the only way to be pronounced clean is by the priest. So he was given a command by God to do this. But, in verse 45, the last verse in, the, in uh, chapter 1 of Mark, but he went out and he began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city but they came to him from every quarter his disobedience caused issues he did the exact opposite of what Jesus told him to do he went out proclaiming what Jesus had done he could no more openly enter into the city and so I had asked myself at one time when I was reading these scriptures was this. When God tells me to something, you know, to do something and I do the exact opposite, what effect do I cause upon the people around me and myself? Do I cause a hindrance to what God's trying to do? Now, look. I understand that God is God and he knows all things and he knows what I'm going to do before I even do it. Got that. But God's timing is also perfect. See, the blessings that you may be stealing is somebody else's and it may be your own. So we have to learn to be obedient to God. It's called surrender. And in my life, when I finally caught this, and when I finally surrendered to God and said, all right, you're just no longer, you know, you're, you're more than my Savior now. You're now my Lord. When I got that, and I surrendered to that, things began to change in my life dramatically. 
I met my wife. Wasn't looking for a wife. Wasn't even looking for a girlfriend. I had already been through a, a, a bad divorce. Um, not even going to get into that. But wasn't looking. See, sometimes we go out looking for things and we end up with things that God didn't want us to have. We end up with things that are nothing but heartaches and sorrows and just, and all we do is complain. That's because we did it. We didn't allow God in it. We have to learn to be obedient to God. And I'm going to tell you, if you just do what he wants you to do, the desires of your heart, they'll come. And they're going to come at the right time. And it's going to be if you're looking for a spouse or a boyfriend, whatever, it will be the right one. You just be obedient to God. Approach God, humbling yourselves. Seeking him constantly. You know, I used to, uh, at another church where I had, um, Pastor Jim used to go, you know, the two Q's and a P, you know, well, God, what are you doing in my life? And how can I partner with it? And then pray about it. I'm going to say that again. God, what are you doing in my wife's life? Okay? And how can I partner with that, God? And pray about it. And pray with your wife. It's very powerful. If you are married, it's very powerful for you to come together and pray together. Read God's word together. Now, some of us study a little bit differently. You know, I study more little, into, well, a lot more in depth than she does. I'll tear apart a word, you know, into the Greek and Hebrew and whatever. But you have to spend time together in God's word. Be obedient. And if you're single, study God's word. Stay faithful to him. Be obedient to him. And in his timing, that right person will come around. So I just wanted to take some time just to share these few verses. You know, these are the verses that really impacted my life when I accepted Christ in 1995. Uh, and that was in June in 95. Uh, just seeking answers. But let me tell you, once I did that, once he was my savior, things began to change. I still did my thing and I still had consequences for it. But once I made him my Lord, life changed for me. It changed in a dramatic way. Didn't speak to my dad for years. All of a sudden, he's like, come to my house. Stay here. God is able to do abundantly more than we can ever process if we would just stay faithful to him. Everybody, I hope you got something out of this message. I thank you for listening. God bless you. And until next time, God bless.